This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Being a Thursday, it's time with Wendy Christin, health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. Morning, Wendy. Good morning, Brad. You all right? Good, and you? I'm all right. Um, uh, thanks for getting up early on your public holiday, by the way. It's a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everyone's like, well, don't worry, Wendy could just have lots of coffee, but Wendy's not a coffee drinker. So how do no. us coffee drinkers wake up? Uh, we don't know. We just have to wake up. <laughs> So, exactly. so, Wendy, we've been talking a while around autoimmune disease. And one thing that stood out for me is that this is more prevalent than I imagined. And there are some autoimmune diseases that really can make life very, very difficult and uncomfortable. And none more than lupus. Yes. So lupus is, is one that they are very obvious symptoms with. Um, and generally, the people that suffer with lupus have... Uh, Persistent symptoms, and they come and go in waves, as we've you know established with the other autoimmune diseases as mm-hmm. well. But this one, you know, can have quite debilitating effects on the people that suffer with it. So we're talking here about blood cells, joint, brain, skin, lungs, and heart all experiencing inflammation. Um, how does one identify something like lupus? Is this just a a case of um, you know, there's this wrong, the doc checks it out, checks it out, checks it out, and then it could be any number of things, but then a few telltale signs that seal the deal for a, a thorough diagnosis. Yes. So as with most of these autoimmune diseases, it can be quite tricky to diagnose, but one of the most characteristics of lupus is a butterfly-shaped rash on the face, mm. and it normally um, spreads across both sides of the face, uh, across the cheeks, um, it's not a symptom with everybody, so it can be missed. You know, you, you, you can miss the diagnosis of lupus because it's not something that everybody experiences, but that's one of the most common ones. What is the cause of that? Well, infections, medications, sunlight, all of these things can trigger lupus in genetically susceptible individuals. So um, what exactly is this rash, if it's so distinct, what is happening that it is that shape and recognizable as one of the, the, the bigger uh, uh, um, uh, symptoms of lupus. What, what's happening under the skin? Is, there, is it an organ? Is it a skin? Is it a, 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 what's causing that butterfly shape? Well, it is affecting the skin, and it's also affecting the blood vessels. Okay. Um, and obviously, it's inflammatory. So I'm not exactly sure why it creates that butterfly mm-hmm. shape specifically or why it only happens on the face. But it, it, it is one of the things that happens in lupus. So lupus is, is generally the blood cells. So you would have um, extra blood, you know, pushed to the surface of the skin there yeah. um, and just the inflammatory response. Mm. Now, not everybody gets all of the symptoms, but apart from the one you've just mentioned, that uh, butterfly-shaped rash on the face, what are some of the other uh, telltale signs of lupus, Wendy? So joint pain and swelling, stiffness. Um, fever is a common one with many autoimmune diseases, so unexplained fever. You don't have flu or anything else, but you have these fevers. Fatigue is another common one. And then with lupus, there's often a poor blood um, flow to the hand. So they might have very white or very blue hmm. hands and feet. So that you're not getting the circuit to the, the extremities, especially if it's cold. Um, and then they're very sensitive to the sun, as we mentioned earlier as well, which can be one of the triggers. Um, dry eyes, headaches, and cognitive or memory issues can also be part of it. Well, um, I um, have somebody that I know well who ha- who's exp- who suffers from lupus, and 
Uh, this person said one thing that they experience is that pain, that joint pain is immense and, and debilitating. You know, sometimes you just got to lie down in bed and just lie very still. It's the only way to wait for the these waves of pain to pass. That really does sound so unpleasant, unfortunate. Yes, it is. It is very, very intense. You know, so it, the, the symptoms when it's in a full flare-up can, you know, be magnified tremendously. So, you know, lying down, not moving, using uh, warm packs or ice packs, those are the things that might be beneficial as well in those moments. But really, it is waiting. And that could take, you know, days to pass. Yes. So how do you deal with this? I mean, is this a case of, okay, this is the experience, um, this is the chronic medication you can or ought to be on? Uh, how, How does the diagnosis and the treatment work, Wendy? Yes. So once the, the diagnosis has been reached, the medical professional will put you on a course of medications. You know, they vary depending on the other symptoms that mm. are experienced. Um, and then there are certainly some natural things that you can do to supplement what the doctors have given you, you know, to try and decrease the, the intensity of those flare-ups. Let's have a look at some of those natural remedies. I think most people get excited by the fact that there might be something that they can purchase at a health store, maybe even already have in their homes that can help. Yes. So the first one is um, curcumin or turmeric, as it's well known. Um, and the, the active ingredient in turmeric is called curcumin. Oh. And that has very anti-inflammatory benefits. And it's something that can easily be added to meals. It can be taken as a warm drink at night with coconut milk um, or any other milk of your choice as well. It can be bought in supplement form. So it really is a very versatile and helpful anti-inflammatory herb. Um, any others, Wendy? Yes, um, ginger is another one. So it's full of antioxidants and anti-inflammatories. Um, it's very helpful for joint inflammation and pain. It's helpful also if there's nausea or if there's any digestive discomfort as well. Um, and ginger can be consumed as a tea. Um, it can be used to infuse water. And then it can also be added to cooking to enhance the flavors of foods. Um, I often see apple cider vinegar um, in in a lot of these uh, uh, health stores and, and speak of their benefits. So I once decided to give it a smell and a taste and there's nothing very attractive about it, but its health benefits seem to be quite considerable. Yes, um, apple cider vinegar can be quite overpowering. Yeah. Um, and it's, it doesn't work for everybody because it can sometimes cause more bloating and, and dis- digestive discomfort. But many, uh, many people, but especially people with lupus or autoimmune diseases, are deficient in stomach acid. And so using a teaspoon of raw apple cider vinegar and warm water about half an hour before the meal encourages the production of um, stomach acid, mm. and it, which helps then to break down your food more effectively and takes the pressure off your digestive system. What are some of the effects of coconut oil for those who are suffering with lupus? So coconut oil also modulates the immune response. It keeps your uh, cholesterol and your blood sugar levels healthy. And um, as being an oil and a healthy fat, it also lubricates the joints and the skin and, you know, all the, the, the moving parts in the body. This is so interesting. I had a conversation with somebody who said, no, 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 they can't eat uh, coconut oil um, because of the fatty content. And they're concerned about, uh, you know, their heart and they have to watch cholesterol levels and whatever. And, and so you've got this idea that it's an oil and should be avoided yet on the other side of the conversation as we're having. I know it's not directly related to our conversation this morning, Wendy, but, but coconut oil, it could be beneficial. Yes, absolutely. So the thing is, many oils are, um, you know, not oils are, not all oils are equal. And some oils have better um, nutritional value than others. 
coconut oil, I would say, is one of those that has a better nutritional value, and it's a healthy fat, so mm. we shouldn't be afraid of all fats. And what about Epsom salts? Uh, um, I know you can sprinkle that in your bath. Um, can that help? Yes, it's very helpful. So Epsom salts is um, a, a natural form of magnesium. It's magnesium sulfate, and it's very easily absorbed through the skin. So it helps to detoxify the body. It helps to relax sore muscles. It helps if there's fever. Um, it really is a nice, relaxing way to, to have a bath and to release the pain and um, inflammation in the body. You can add essential oils in there um, with your bath water as well. But I would say you need at least half a cup to a cup of Epsom salts for it to be effective in your bath. And um, Epsom salts also good for many other things, so don't drink the bath water. <laughs> no. <laughs> Great for the, the plants. Plants love it as well, so recycle your water. Yeah, it's quite an amazing <laughs> thing is Epsom salts. You have so many people say, oh, it's good for this and that and the next thing. Um, um, you've also mentioned that basil, or as the Americans like to call it, basil, quite useful. Uh, how does that work, apart from wanting to sprinkle it on a pizza? Yes, so um, yes, you can sprinkle it on, preferably not your pizza, unless it's a gluten-free one. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a herb that reduces stress and inflammation, um, and it's such a versatile um, herb. So you can add it to your salad, you can eat it raw, you can have it cooked in meals, mm. um, but it generally just promotes a feeling of well-being. And then what about some other fats that one could consume that could help, um, apart from the coconut oil we mentioned earlier? So your omega-3 fatty acids, which would be in your um, oily fish and in your flax seeds, those would be um, very beneficial to reduce inflammation. Um, our diets are generally much higher in omega-6, which, is, which can be a pro-inflammatory um, fatty acid. Mm. So we want to try and balance that out and have sufficient of your omega-3 fatty acids so that we can actually reduce inflammation in the body. Um, these uh, will obviously help um, for many other things apart from just lupus. You know, there might be some things that's, that someone could say, well, I can see all of these uh, natural remedies would, would help or these natural products would help. But you get this feeling when we talk about autoimmune disease, just as we close this morning, uh, Wendy, there's really nothing much one could really do, is there? You're not going to be able to take this pill and eat this thing and you'll be fine in the morning. Uh, this sounds a really, really difficult thing to have to live with. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, many of your autoimmune diseases are not reversible. So once you have it, it's about managing it and making sure that it doesn't degenerate you know, too quickly or that it progresses to such a degree that you are debilitated by it. Um, so, yes, it really is management. It's looking after yourself. It's taking care of your body, knowing your body and understanding how your body works and what its needs are. Yeah, so to those listening who's saying, yeah, that's me, or I know somebody like that, I'd love to share some of this with them. They might not know. Um, you know, we want to be good friends and we want to help. So find this podcast available up on our website later this morning, kpulpa.co.za. Click podcast, click morning shows, click get up and go breakfast, and you'll find it all there. A huge thanks to you, Wendy. Appreciate your time so much. And again, uh, also for your dedication and always being here with us, even on a public holiday Thursday. Thank you so, so much. And we look forward to connecting with you again over the next few weeks and just helping people through their holidays and making good food choices. A pleasure, Brad, and I hope you have an awesome day. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.